it's time for the Any Conversation Podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. One, two, one, two, this is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. And this is In The Conversation. The podcast. We are here, we are back. In the building. Muhammad back from Wakanda. Oh yeah. In the building again. In the building, Good building. to see you, my dude. What's happening, what's happening? I'm good, I'm good, how are you? Everything good, man. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Good you to have you. Good to have the people sure. in the building. Sure. Yeah, it was it was it was odd just staring off into the distance, <laughs> talking to the fucking uh, FaceTime, the no, audio FaceTime. The audio, at that, I mean, you could have did the visual. Yeah, but, you, that, know, you know, we didn't do that. Nah, you know, that's what it is. But, but we got it done. We we definitely got it done, and we back. We running and gunning. No doubt. Yeah, but uh, you know. Funny thing, we actually, this is well time because I didn't even realize that uh, today is the third time in history a president has uh, been impeached. And I don't even, you know, I don't even know the specifics. <laughs> yeah. I just, that's the word on the streets. The articles have been drawn up for impeachment. The articles have been drawn up for impeachment. This is the third time that this happened. This is the third time this happened. In Was American that Clinton history. and uh, who else? Andrew Johnson. Andrew Johnson. Oh, hold, hold on, brother, brother. Yeah. Donald Trump uh, is in the bill. Listen, uh, <laughs> we wanted to get some insight. We've been talking a lot about politics, and I know we had teased it before. We got a political correspondent from the uh, Hip Politics podcast. I want y'all to, uh, we're going to introduce my man Cameron Trimble in the building. Cameron, what's good? How are you, brother? Uh, thanks for a uh, pleasure to be in the conversation. Thanks Absolutely. for having me. No doubt, no doubt, man. Glad to have you in the building. All the way up in New York. What's yeah. Up? You my DC plug. You yeah. know what I mean? You, Sherpa. You, absolutely. <laughs> definitely a DC I mean, Sherpa. Cameron was introduced to the inner conversation mm-hmm. audience through your trip to the Black Smithsonian. To the Black Smithsonian, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, that's where we got to connect for the first yeah. time. Yeah. I yeah. heard you were gonna be in DC on the podcast. Right. And you were like, hey, I got I got shows, mm-hmm. and I just DM'd you on Twitter like, "Yo, you need to come out and check out the Smithsonian." That was a good look. That was a good look. We was, I was, I was up in there like an upstanding Negro. I had the, the walk. It was official. It was official. So, uh, shout out to that man for that. But on top of that, Cameron is a a political. Uh, I don't say insider. Obviously, it's an insider. You are in that game. You are in that realm. You you have deep roots in the politics game. You are active in that. You have a, a podcast called yeah. Hip Politics that discusses quite a bit about politics and, yeah. and the merge with, with the hip-hop culture and things of that nature. So you are one of the ideal people to kind of make some sense of all that's been going on, you know, uh, chiefly what's going on, you know, immediately with this whole impeachment uh, hearing and articles being drawn up, but then also the comma of it all, and mm. you know wherever else we want to go. So uh, and why we need to be tuning in—that's the biggest thing. I absolutely <laughs> talk to me because I feel like I, you know, I've said on this mic, I feel as though it felt like theater. You know what I mean? It, it felt like theater. It felt like they just teasing. You know, like it's just something. Stay tuned. Trump may be impeached. You know what I'm saying? I didn't. I never really bought into it, but I don't really know the particulars. You know of all of that, but I would like you to kind of break down a little bit of uh, what's going on. Why is that important? Uh, what our community could do, and uh, anything else that you would like to talk about with that? Well, uh, first again, thanks for having me in the conversation. Of course. I mean, this is uh, 
like like you mentioned at the top of the show, this is one of the most monumental days uh, in history. There's only been this is only the third time that articles of impeachment have been drawn up. He hasn't been impeached yet. Right. It's just a, a, a thing. It was actually most people think Nixon was impeached. No, he resigned before mm-hmm. it ever even got that far. So it was really just Clinton mm-hmm. and Andrew Johnson. Like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> So uh, Nixon wasn't really uh, really impeached. No, it was just an easy way to. He was about to be impeached. They were the point that happened today. Mm-hmm. It was like had he quit two days ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh wow! So, but right then be- Bill Clinton got impeached and didn't even really feel like he got. Impeached. Nah, he kind of <laughs> smoothed out. Kind of, yeah. And that's kind of what, unfortunately, why this this impeachment, no matter what happens, is not really going to remove Trump. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, sorry. Put the spo- spoiler alert. It's it's not going to happen because the same thing, same dynamic that Clinton had is that the impeachment comes from the House, where Democrats are in majority, mm-hmm. but the trial is in the Senate, right? And they've got, and you have to get a super majority, which right. is two thirds, mm-hmm. uh, which out of a hundred is sixty six, sixty seven, mm-hmm. depending on how many senators, if all the senators are there. So sixty seven votes. Right now. If you count the two independents, um, Bernie Sanders is one of them, mm-hmm. that caucus with the Democrats, mm-hmm. they don't have enough votes. They've got, what, 47? Wow. So, so they would need, you basically need to peel off 20 Republicans, senators, uh-huh. to vote. And that's if every Democrat and the two independents all vote for him. Right. In order to kick him out of office. So the same thing with Clinton, he had a Democratic Senate. Right. And they weren't over they weren't about to convict him. Uh, so what we doing? Yeah. It matters. Uh, everybody's kind of getting that civics lesson one-on-one kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's being distorted. I mean, it's been distorted in all these. And, and how we cover politics now, like it's like it's the NBA or the NFL or we cover yeah. it like, like it's draft picks. So people are not getting the information the same way, even just as recently as Clinton. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of can go watch Fox. You can watch your own emails. You can listen to Breitbart. You can be in your own bubble and not realize what's really going on. Or you could be on the, all the way on the other side and only reading what's the, the far left, and you don't really have a sense of, of I guess, like political reality. But the reality, it matters. Uh, one, like I said, it's only third time in history. It shows that, to some extent, our government is trying to continue to work. Right. Um, but it should be a stain that carries them all the way to the election. Like at the end of the day, you have an impeached president. Like it, it damaged it damaged the Democratic Party when when Clinton got impeached. But he was getting impeached over a line about sex. This is like fundamental what Trump's lying about and doing is like fundamental to this country as much as we know the government it, it is an inside game of I'm quick pro crow that's still illegal to do it and then talk about it on like I dare you to do something because that's really what we're doing it's like mm-hmm. what's gonna happen next the next president gonna be able to like just come in and sh- you know what I mean and do whatever he wants if what's we a, ever have a next president <laughs> what's a quid pro quo quid pro quo quid pro quo it's like Favor for a favor, easiest right. way. You give me this, I give you that explicitly. Right. So that means I'm in in the in one of the articles. It, and Trump has said it, and it's been in the transcripts. Right. He said it on. He said it publicly in TV. Yes, I need you to do a favor. Yes, thank you for doing this. The the president of Ukraine, thank you for giving us this money. Hey, but what I'm going to need from you is a favor to do this and this. 
this is why. It's, it's right there, but because of how it's being spun in your own whatever media world you in, mm -hmm. how you take that information is different. They just, quid pro quo don't even mean nothing to anybody anymore. So it's like, oh, I'm just, just some words to say. But it has real it has real implications. It's like political insider trading almost. Maybe, or is that no, a reach? No, yeah, I can see a way. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of mayors go to jail for that kind of shit, don't it? Do they? Yes. Yeah. Who went, who went to jail? Low-key, everybody. <laughs> uh, my man from uh, Atlanta, uh, what's his name? Kasim? Nah, nah, nah. nah. They trying to get Kasim to go to Jefferson jail? down, um, he was Campbell. a black. Campbell, Campbell. Oh. Bill, really? Bill Campbell. In, wow. In, um, Atlanta, they, yeah, they send mayors to jail all the time for that kind of shit. For how long? A long enough, Kwame do. might not. <laughs> that he got like twenty-seven years. I Kwame Kilpatrick, yeah, Kwame was doing a bunch. Of <laughs> I mean, he. I mean, I don't know all his counts and charges, but his ass he is gone. Did yeah. you go to school with him or no? Yeah, he went to FAMU. Damn, shout out. He to lived him. in the dorm with me. Damn. Like, he, he was. Bought, he was. He was ramen again. Nah, he was. He was doing his thing then. Mm. Even, even in college, like we we stayed. In, I stayed in the football dorm, mm -hmm. which was crazy because I didn't play football. Uh -huh. But. Um, on our floor, it was split between non-football players and mm -hmm. then football players. So the end of the hall I was on was like non-football players. Right. And then they were on the other end. And his wife, Carlotta, Carlotta who's his wife now, she would be living up in there with him. And when mm. she go use the bathroom, you had niggas standing there blocking the door. <laughs> this nigga was living like Big Meech. <laughs> he was like Big Meech oh, in college. Shit. He was like a football player. She was a cheerleader. Wow. It was like, you know, they was a famous couple. Oh, he was a football player. Yeah, he was okay. a football player. Okay. And then and then she was a cheerleader. Dang. Th that's so. funny you mentioned that. I went to Howard uh, mm -hmm. during the years. I don't know if you ever heard of Dream or Love. It turned into yeah, love, the club, the super yeah, mega definitely. club. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. So my first, I was still in Howard when uh, Dream opened up and like was one of the student promoters. I've seen him at least three times at a table mm -hmm. in like the promoter section mm -hmm. while he was mayor. Wow. So yeah. he's a mayor of Detroit out in D.C. popping bottles with chicks. Hey. Yeah. I mean, that's what he was known to do. <laughs> that's why I got no him elected. Crime. Ain't no crime in popping a bottle or no, two. No, you know, shit. That's called campaigning. <laughs> exactly. You know. But back Until you get elected. You know, shit. <laughs> but back to the uh so you know what, just for everybody, just to explicitly uh uh spell it out, Trump was in cahoots or in conversation with the uh with the what Ukraine. is the the uh, the Ukraine, but what is it, the prime minister or what's the uh Yeah, the president of Ukraine. The president of Ukraine democratically elected president of Ukraine. Sending them some funds, but then he's like, yo, I need you to look into what Biden's emails or something. What was the The reason why it's an issue and I'll tr Yeah, break it all the way down. That there's three branches of government, Supreme Court, Congress, and uh the executive branch, yeah. president. Mm -hmm. Congress is known to have what is called the power of the purse. They are the ones who give the money out. Mm -hmm. So every year all your taxes, Congress says where all that money is supposed to go. Okay. That is a law though. So every year they pass a new law saying Money has to go here. Money has to go there. Right. So they passed a law saying money, their foreign aid, Ukraine, this is already Ukraine's money mm -hmm. by law. Already earmarked. They already earmarked. Uh -huh. What Trump did is said, hold up. <laughs> Before y'all put send on a check, yeah. I'm going to get on the phone with the president of Ukraine, uh. who's a, who was a newer president. So uh -huh. he got a lot of political realities back home to like every other country need to do well by the United States because right. they get money and resources from us. Mm -hmm. Hey, thank you for your help. Also, thank you for inviting me to the White House. 
or fighting me to D.C. Mm-hmm. That's what Ukraine is saying. He's like, yes, but first I'm going to need a favor. I need you, A, there's this company, uh, I forget, Quick Strike or whatever it is. There's mm-hmm. a company. I hear there's a lot of corruption in that. A lot of people are saying you need to look into that. Also, people are saying you need to look into Joe Biden and his son and the work and the dealings that he did. This is Trump saying this. This is Trump saying this explicitly on a phone call. On the horn, yeah. After we just talked about, after we just talked about, um, thank you for this money that I think right. is coming. And then well, the kicker is that you should work with Attorney General Barr and my ro- lawyer Giuliani right. to essentially work out the details. Right. And now you got Giuliani coming in who's not an elected official or appointed anything. He <laughs> just works for Trump. Is kind of doing the underhand dealing. Uh, Attorney General Barr essentially is in the bag for Trump even though he's our head attorney general. So we went from Eric Holder right. and Loretta Lynch to this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and who he believes in, the, he, he's known to believe in supreme power of the president. He's, he's, his, his, his whole deal has been to try to expand the powers of the president, our attorney general. So you got somebody who believes that, Trump, a person who embodies that, is like, hey, I could do whatever I want. Carte blanche, yeah. And they're trying to push this narrative forward. And they knew they knew there was an issue. All the other government, quote unquote, insiders, actual, um, for lack of a better term, the adults in the room, people who are career <laughs> career uh, diplomats and politicians, these people who uh-huh. are there, they immediately knew this was an issue when they're over. Because when you're on the phone, you got at least 20, 30 people listening. Okay. You got the NSA, you got people in your camp, whoever the relevant um, – Whatever the relevant departments, right. people are listening in on these calls. So he's not having these secret calls. Okay. They took that. They took that and put it in a secret stash, essentially a file, a locked file, saying, "Oh, this is under presidential." Uh, like basically, like all right, this is for the the, the tightest of presidential secrets, like a lockbox. The audio. The audio. Okay. They immediately put that there because they knew if this comes out, it's fucked. This is. Uh, what he just did was a problem, right? But Trump probably didn't, in the moment, didn't know and or care, right? And so, that, but that has all kind of been laid out. But now, just how long it took me to explain it in simple, in quote unquote, as simplest terms as I can. Mm-hmm. Imagine you trying to get all that information in a seventeen to thirty-five second soundbite from somebody who has an agenda on TV, mm. and that's why everybody's confused about what's going on, right? <laughs> Damn. Trump a wild brother. That's why he wild. This is my thing. First of all, so you're saying the impeachment articles went through third time in and they're history. Gonna get voted on. They're going to get voted on probably this week or next week. Okay. But after all that, even as historical as that sounds, <laughs> shit ain't nothing going to change. Yo, and then... He got impeachment on his record, which is a big-ass asterisk. It's almost like <laughs> using steroids or some shit. And he's probably going to, I mean, they, that should at least, if you're not impeached from this term, it should at least disqualify you from re, you know, running again. But I don't think that's going to be an issue for that's that man. Amp his followers up. Oh, they're going to think he's a martyr. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the sad part. I mean, mm. Trump lost the last election by right. millions of votes, so he'll probably lose the next election by millions of votes. Wow. Um, we just got to make sure the right states and the right places that people are voting. Um, kind of what I do and what I'm focused on. Yeah, tell the people hip-hop. what you do a little bit. Um, so Hippolytics, I'm the founder of the Hippolytics organization, mm-hmm. uh, co-host of the 
Hip Politics podcast along with uh, a guy named Michael McQuarrie. He's known as the mayor of Capitol Hill. Okay. Black um, HBCU grad. He's been a comms director for like 25 plus years. What's on a comms director? Communications director oh. for, member, for members of Congress. So okay. he's worked for like the Sheila Jackson Lees of the world, the um, uh, Maxine Waters, right. the Congressional Black Caucus. He's also a co-owner of one of the biggest party promoters uh -oh. promotion groups so he popping bottles too huh? in dc yes. <laughs> in the uh, for the last 15 20 years so <laughs> oh, he's shit. he's he's the guy when i got i i spent about seven years as uh communications in a um strategist on capitol hill during two stints mm -hmm. so he one of the people who took me under my wing uh took me under his wing right uh kind of helped show me the ropes when i first got there a, a decade ago um, so we, we host a podcast where we talk to political insiders, mm -hmm. elected officials, hip-hop artists, people in the music industry. Because um, I think hip-hop, uh, my, my, my belief, and I'm standing on that, hip-hop is the evolution of like politics and, and representation for, for multiple generations. We're the biggest genre. Mm -hmm. uh, we're global. Now Jay-Z just turned 50. Right. And he's not even the oldest end of hip hop, but just when you think about who's the goat or who's right. kind of the central theme in hip hop, that fool is 50. Right. But you got Lil Tecca. I, was right. just, I don't even know his song like that, but I know that fool's like 19. Yeah, he looked he, like about 14. 14, yeah. 14. But you got, you there's Lil Tecca. Lil Tecca. You ever seen Lil Tecca? What's his song? I don't know his song. He just looked like a. Uh... He looked like he's still in school. Like he looked like, you know what I mean? Got wear glasses, got his uh little braids. He looked like he like a seventh grader or some shit. And he's and he I think he popping. Yeah. I mean he's popping, but I don't know the records because you know I'm all the way out the loop with that type of shit. Yeah. But uh, you know, yeah, shout out to Lil Tecca. Rest but in I, peace, Juice World. Yeah, rest in peace, Juice World. Like Lil Duval. Yeah, I guess so. Back in the day, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, but, but I say that to say that that generation is multi. It's almost multi generational. It goes right. across class. It right. goes across race. Um, and if but we all are connected to the same some some of a similar energy. Mm. If we can, if a little Tekka to Jay Z, they got millions of followers on social. They've right. got people really tuned in. They've got companies, uh, companies and organizations who are willing to pay them all this money to be advertisers and be brand ambassadors. Well, how about be a brand ambassador for the fact that now felons can be are reenfranchised in the state of Florida? There's over one point plus million people who can now have the oppor potential opportunity to vote who are former felons. That wow. just passed last year. But now, are they going to hear from us? They're going to hear from somebody going out knocking doors, or can I get like what Two Chains was able to do with Georgia, or can I get a Rick Ross and Two Chains? to now jump on with some reputable organizations and, and spread that message and just, even just through social media right. and a few different pop-up appearances. Right. I think there's so much opportunity. And then I know this from, also like I said, I worked, uh, I've been working in politics, raising money, campaigns, uh, for the better part of 15 years since I graduated. Right. One of the biggest things we we're always trying to do is like, all right, who can we get, what validator, what influencer, and they just don't know that world. Or if they do, it's like, uh, how much money do we have? Or most of these organizations don't have that kind of money, but they want, they need that, they need those that kind of look to get in the mainstream. But I also part of my time, um, I took a couple breaks. I used to work for the Chemist record label. They were Interscope subsidiary mm -hmm. uh, in L.A. And a lot of the time, while I was while I was on the hill, I was doing a lot of video 
uh, and promotion work for underground DC artists. So, because I knew how to write a, a PR plan, I knew mm -hmm. how to get interviews. <coughs> yeah. I knew a little bit about booking from throwing parties at Howard. Right. So I was helping a lot of uh, underground artists. Like who? Shout them out. Uh, Billy Bang mm -hmm. out of New York. He's from Queens. A uh, group named Surreal. Okay. Uh, was able to get them a deal to be do like the for the NAACP 75th anniversary. Oh, that's did their theme song. Couple of small, very small tours. All small, right, right, small right, right. time. Shit. Nothing big, big. But it did get me in an industry where I was out in LA for a while. And then you hear you in the studio with all these people. They care about this stuff too. They just don't know that. They know what they see on TV. They don't trust the police. They don't trust the government. Right. And that's where it stops. But they care about these same issues. So I knew there's there's energy on both sides. And there's need on both sides. It's just how you bringing those together and talking about it in a cool way. When you say both sides, you mean politics and hip hop? Hip -hop. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be it would be kind of cool if that. You know, what could they do? I mean, outside of just using, you saying so you could use their their platform and their voice. I think I think the thing about you know politics that I see is it's so even as we see even on the Democratic side as people are kind of trying to find out who's going to be the, the nominee on the Democratic side shit is so splintered you know what I mean so it's kind of hard to get that like that one cohesive message where we all saying this is who we got you know what I mean like if you had to if you had to if you were the if you were Jay right mm -hmm. with your insight. Who would you put your money on? Who would you say, all right, I'm going to have my people. I'm going to get my, my squad, my, my caucus, you know what I mean? Rock Nation, all my fans. I'm putting it right behind this person because I feel like they got the shot. Who's the pick for you? For Jay-Z, Rich. No, but Jay, I'm just saying, Jay Rich, so, you know, he, he might, might not get, represent He, <laughs> he might same. want that little kickback <laughs> that know, Trump man, got. He might be voting for Trump in that, the booth. Yeah, that a bitch. <laughs> I want to hope he's not. I, 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 Jay, I done raised yeah. on too many Jay bars. Yeah. Like, oh, and, and Jay is a capitalist, and you yeah. know that. And he said it. I ain't shit. He said it a few times. <laughs> Jay, Jay will tell you he bought his bread. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> but it, okay. So if Jay wasn't, if Jay's about Trump, the people, if Jay was Jay, about the people, because I want to say Jay is about the people. No doubt. No, okay. Hope, hope yeah, we all want to wanna say that, but you know, Jay, Jay about Jay. But if you were Jay, Jay live in a different neighborhood than us. Yeah, this is true. This <laughs> if is you true. You was Jay, and you looking at this landscape right now? These this crop of Democratic hopefuls. If who I was, would you put the yeah. power behind. Well, there's two things. If I was Jay, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't weigh in until the people decided later and later in the caucus process. Like we're gonna go into the primary starting in February, right. and they're gonna go through with all these different people. And you got these top three or four candidates. Uh -huh. um, it'll probably take a while to figure out who's gonna be the nominee. Right. Uh, but if I had to bet on who's in it now, and Jay had to get behind someone, I'd probably say Bernie. Really? Still? If I was. I mean that heart attack got me. That heart attack shit. And I was and I was at he had the heart attack. What I do for a lip my the firm I work for at a living. We were putting on the presidential gun safety forum. So we were in Vegas uh -huh. with the top ten candidates. Like we right. were a big event 
and he had a heart attack that morning. So he was like on the docket that day. He was on the in list Vegas. Yeah, so that's why he was in Vegas when this happened shit. for our forum. That so it was. What was he doing when he had the heart attack? That's some Vegas type shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's just sound like <laughs> it didn't got like now he got a little bit more scrupulous. <laughs> I thought he had this shit in Vermont. Yeah, Vegas. I, mean, I don't know. What well, is he was in Nevada? I don't know if he was uh, in Vegas. Uh, he was political. He was in I Nevada mean, in Vegas okay, for that okay. reason. Because I'm not gonna cast in all the bunny ranch, right? What happens in Vegas, you know what they say. You know what I mean? But so I would say Bernie, because still, yes, it, it may be a Bernie, maybe a Warren, but Bernie is the most authentic uh-huh. to me of all. Who's Bernie and Corey are the most authentic people to Corey, me. Corey, really? Uh, who's left? Corey just ain't got the juice or the, the traction, so Damn. I don't see Jay betting on a person who's not going to win. So you so Bernie of uh, go ahead, right now who Bernie. gonna win Buttigieg? No, nah, not Buttigieg. Black people like him, but okay. <laughs> really it's gonna be Bernie or Bernie or Warren uh-huh. unless there's some yeah Bernie or Warren, Warren more than likely Elizabeth Warren Elizabeth yeah. Warren more than likely Buttigieg has a has a chance but he has Buttigieg is who uh, the mayor, mayor of Pete. South Mayor Pete, Pete. Ben, yeah. Buttigieg okay. yeah Mayor Pete but yeah. he has he's polling behind people like John Delaney. Who you don't even know? No. Oh, Buttigieg is. Behind. I thought he was coming with up with black people. Oh, uh, okay. He no. in, in South Carolina. Yeah. They just released today. Like he has that like one percent. Yeah. Or Biden. I'm sorry. I'm missing the big one. Biden. So no, it's going to be one of those three. Biden. But right. I am of the belief that over time Biden may fall to the wayside. Why? Is but that? it's because he fell on little girls. Well, no, this is, this is what Ali's been going <laughs> crazy with. I, you know, like, I'm just saying. The views no, of Ali Muhammad. Uh, I, I got a lot of friends that work for a lot of my good friends are, are, are prominent black friends that are prominently positioned uh, and non-black friends, but that are prominently positioned with Biden. So I think Biden has a very, very strong chance. Uh-huh. I think Jay, the reason why I said Bernie over a Biden that Jay would get behind because Bernie still the energy he represents is still that new cutting edge. Right. Let's break something. Let's mess the system up. Right. And I feel like Jay's whole history has been about upending the system or getting in the system and owning it okay. and finding a way. So to me, ph- philosophically, now, yes, Bernie trying to take all his money, trying to tax the billionaires and all right, this stuff. Right. But if Jay is about the people in free college, I mean, college for everyone, Medicare for all, things of that mm-hmm. nature, and that young, youthful, working man energy, I would say of the three of the big time, of three or four of the big time candidates, mm-hmm. I would say he's that because Biden is the safe choice. Bernie is like, oh, things gonna be different. Shake shit up a little yeah. bit, huh? Yeah. Now, what happened? Um, <clears throat> what are your thoughts on what happened with Kamala? Then you know, I was hoping we had we're gonna have a Howard alumni. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's your people. That yeah, that's your people. Be all up in there, uh, cause she came out hot. She had almost twenty thousand plus people at her kickoff, like mm-hmm. uh, in the Bay. Yeah. What happened? What you think? She. Reality, uh, political reality, and she ran out of money. She political reality was that I believe it's the twenty eighth, the twenty seventh, twenty eighth of December, somewhere mm-hmm. around that time, it was the the last opportunity she had to take her name off of the ballot for mm-hmm. California primary. Okay. Um, and there's some other realities, but it just would be embarrassing if like, hey, I get to that and I already dropped out, but now my name is on the ballot in the state I'm after I stop running mm-hmm. in the state that I'm the current senator for. Right. So there's uh Well what's embarrassing about that that you why would your name still be on the ballot if you dropped out? 
there's a file like filing deadline. So oh, okay. Like got you, got you, got you. Got you. Okay. So that's where there was there was a deadline for her to have to basically say like, "Am I? Is this gonna happen or right. not?" Right. Well, why she said it wasn't gonna happen? She, I mean, uh, according money. to no, it ran out of money. I mean, there is there's been it's been publicly reported a few times that um, they cut staff a couple months ago. Uh-huh. Uh, like I said, she came in hot, but she just. Uh, maybe got too bloated of a campaign versus how much money she was raising. She's not independently wealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so she can't self-finance a c- campaign like some other uh, candidates can keep going. Uh, so she needed, she needed a combination of big money and small money donors. Um, Nobody she, was behind her. People behind the her, juice, but the, none of the juice. Not, not at the levels that they've behind everyone else. No, okay. I mean, Bernie's, Bernie's, Killing them with the numbers, but he already had an infrastructure and a system built up from 2016. So mm-hmm. it's like he didn't have to start from scratch. Warren right. has been picking up steam. Buttigieg is getting a lot of big money donor. I mean, he used to work for McKinsey. I don't know, you mean, I don't know if you've heard of that. Mm, what is that? McKinsey, they're like the, uh, I would say, better, uh, like masters of the universe. They're one of these conglomerate con- consulting firms, but okay. the consulting firm of consulting firms. Like okay. if. Okay. Uh, Saudi Arabia, the crown prince of Saudi Arabia is going to call any consulting firm in the country to fix something. It would be McKinsey. Wow. And uh, what was Buttigieg doing over there? Uh, Fixing. He, yeah, I don't know. He was a, He's just down he was a No, he was a consultant for several years. I okay. mean, this is younger. They got just, you, got you. Yeah. He just, they, McKinsey just released him his uh, NDA. They just dropped his NDA so he can now publicly say who he worked for okay. while he was there because uh, that was a big deal. And now he could kind of leverage that, that for a little bit more More money. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. But I say that to say he's in a he's in a camp and connected to people who got right. real big money in paper. Now what's the theory? There's a story that they, not the story, but kind of one of the I guess the theories and stories that was going on with Kamala, they were saying that she kind of was flip-flopping or she just didn't really have anything that was solid that she was solidly running on. What are your thoughts on that? You you agree with that? Would you? Yeah, I think, and that kind of goes back to the running out of money in a campaign structure. Like if when you're on a campaign, I mean, you you're talking, you've got the ideas that you're trying to inspire so many people to give up 18 hours a day. Because mm-hmm. when I worked the first Obama campaign, I legit was. Getting in office at eight, mm-hmm. leaving at twelve, or like our last call, statewide call was like at midnight or eleven p.m. Maybe do another hour of work, trying to motivate dozens of dozens of volunteers to right. put extra hours in addition to me getting paid, of all ages and you know what I mean ages and races. It takes a lot of structured leadership to say like, hey, this is something I know she stands on and top to bottom volunteer to the highest level mm-hmm. can say this is what you stand on this is your uh, mm-hmm. signature these are your signature platform um, right. platform pieces and she just never had something I mean for better or for worse even if it was something that people weren't rocking with she didn't have like a slag- slogan she didn't have a signature piece of legislation yeah. she's at, she's out here fighting the the I mean uh, we interviewed a few some blavity and the root reporters some young reporters and they were like in some of their reporting, they realized like kids thought she was twelve. Like, yeah, she's the po- <laughs> like she's the police. Oh, 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 <laughs> no, oh, not okay, twelve. I'm like, thinking she- Lil Tecca again. Oh, yeah, she's the cop. <laughs> she's the cop. Well, yeah, because she got some, that crazy back. That history. I mean, she was the district attorney, but yeah. she, and then she was a district attorney that was like uh, 
pushing for a truancy law, so essentially poor people and right. mothers whose kids are staying out because they can't control their kids. Now you're gonna lock up the moms who are most likely poor, right. and now you, uh, you know, what I mean, keeping that cycle going. Yeah. Um, and it's just easy as an attorney general, uh, and you in the most progressive state in the country. Right. So it's like, if you can't do some progressive stuff as attorney general out there, mm. what what makes you think you got to come here and do it? Mm. So I think there's just I think there's just a lot of things that built up over time. It's like it's hard for young people to get behind her. She's black, but is she black enough? She's married to a white man, and she'd have black. Is she married this. to a white man? Yeah, very much that. so. <laughs> anyway, so who but the here, fuck we got? You got Bernie, Bernie and Biden, Bernie and Biden Kirby, and Warren, Kirby Joe, and <laughs> and Bravakovich, wasn't it? Buttigieg, Buttigieg, Warren. I like Warren though. Warren be saying some slick shit in the. Uh, in these debates, like when I see it, she got she got some bars. But who we got? The people got. I mean, I thought the people had. Well, you, shit, the people ain't got nobody, baby. Blue. I'm a speculator in the hip politics. You you watch the landscape. Who if you I got? To, if who I you had, got out there for the people? Yeah. Uh, I think obviously any of them be better than uh, than uh, Trump. Trump. Yeah, we ain't going with that. Yeah, we going with. I think a, if it's if I'm if I'm really talking about for the people, I mm -hmm. think. There's Bernie. Bernie, huh? I think there's Warren. Yeah. I think they have are real. And I think Biden, because I know the people around Biden and mm -hmm. I know what he did before versus now, he got a lot of young black folks. Like some, Off that Obama wave, no, too? Or all, not just, just his own general, thing? His really? own general. People who were attracted to him. My guy, who's his strategic communications director, is If it's not alpha. the Obama cosign, what, what was it that brought the people to Biden? No, I think the Obama cosign is what already got him there. Mm -hmm. It's not like Biden's doing anything to keep him there. Okay. In the sense of like, oh, I, he's the most known commodity of everyone. You were a vice president under right. Obama. You've been in politics for Forever. 50 since you were 29 and you yeah. 70 something. Yeah. Uh, you're super comfortable around black people and young people. Like he is seeing them up in close rooms. He's just comfortable around black, like. And little girls. <laughs> He's just comfortable. He's smelling hair. He out here. He's familiar. He's a very familiar cat. Uh, you really? I mean, I just watched the videos, man. And, you know, I didn't, you know, I heard about Creepy Joe. I saw the hashtag Creepy uh -huh. Joe. Uh -huh. I didn't pay much attention to it. Then one of the videos popped up on on my on my page. It was like a compilation. Oh, man. Oh, I ain't seen that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to do your research, brother. <laughs> nah, but nah, it was like a compilation of all his little moments <laughs> with little girls, not not even wow. women. Like, look like taking a picture and he like putting his hand on the girl chest and she like, what the fuck? Uh, and he keep moving it back. She like, what the fuck? Uh, you know what I'm saying? And are these real or are they deep fakes? This was before deep fake came out. This was a couple years ago when I oh, saw okay. these. Cause that's another real thing that that we have. Nah, to these look these out for. like real like you Com know what I'm saying. They happened in the news. He like political like he at the White House and at the you know what I'm saying this place. Right. So in in these over years, it's not like they came out this year. Like I saw it maybe two three years ago, but that just it was just yeah weird. You know what I'm saying. And I in my mind, I would be fighting Joe. In the White House, fuck around. I'll be somewhere in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, what the fuck? Trying to hop that gate. <laughs> you know what I'm no, I'm saying, if my, like, you know, because, like, the kids are oh, yeah, taking a picture. Oh, yeah, y'all already there. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, in yeah, there, they taking problem. a picture. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? It, like, yeah. if you see your daughter doing all that, yanking back, like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, get shot. You had to get shot out there. I probably, I probably had to get shot. 
up in the uh, cracking Joe in the I, I'm not gonna defend that. I'm not <laughs> Don't do here it. to defend no, I'm not, that. No, I'm just saying yeah. that's just some shit that I seen that throw me off about Joe. I know, you know what I'm saying, he might be the only chance we got, but whoo. If that's if it come down to Joe Trump. and Trump. I'm gonna be in the booth sweating. This <laughs> shit <laughs> <laughs> gonna be popping out of here. Oh man! But you know, I'm gonna do my own research. I haven't started like I'm like what you said about Jay Z. I'm gonna start later in the caucus. Yeah, it's yeah. early still. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got time to see what net out and who what we dealing with, and then I start digging in. Right. right now, it's too early. It's like jumping in NBA season. You know what I'm saying? Week one. Unless you, yeah, that's a, I would say that's a perfect analogy because people who will care care are people who were in it, right? And that's who the rabbit, most rabid fans are. That's who the people who were showing up at rallies. These are the quote unquote super fans or the professional people in it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I got a question for y'all as as observers of culture, like mm-hmm. what what is coming through, like being up. I mean, New York's super liberal is the uh. media capital of the world. What do you and your your I mean you deal with audiences every night um, um audiences all the time right like, what are what are people saying I think I mean I still feel like it's super early I like yeah. I feel like they, it feel like a bunch of SoundCloud rappers I've been saying it for a while <laughs> like they nobody got the buzz I see Bloomberg now he's trying to throw a bunch of money in the game and I, I think that ain't gonna do nothing that's just some billionaire shit uh, <clears throat> some real I, billionaire shit yeah some real billionaire yeah, real. shit I think. To your point, the bold names are still the bold names. We know Biden because Biden's been around. Bernie's been around. Bernie's the you know he's giving you the hope. You know what I'm saying? But then I I really feel like that heart attack kind of slowed some momentum. Yeah. But actually, uh, it didn't. He raised one of his best fundraising days of the year was after the heart attack, and he's still been surging in the polls. And, so he might throw another one. And he <laughs> and he's still. Uh, He's in top top three. Like his his fundraising numbers are, are, are amazing. Mm. I got a question: Why Cory Booker not getting more love, especially here in New York? He's right across he the bridge, the Jersey. Yet. But y'all didn't. I feel like he's right next to the city. He, he moved real fast. He went from mayor of Newark to yeah. running for president. But even when he was mayor of Newark, I felt like he was the most one of the most famous mayors in the country. On 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 the political scene, yeah, not in TV. Like you might you like, might see him on TV and shit. You know what I mean? Okay, he cool, but he wasn't dynamic. Nah, and he, then you know what I'm saying. I don't I don't know nothing about his politics because I never had to really study him. You know what I'm saying? He was cool, but it wasn't like he was like, oh shit, this motherfucker yeah. got this shit on lock. It's no real pizzazz with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he he got Rosario Dawson. Dawson, yeah. Yeah, but that shit, I didn't even, I don't even, <laughs> you, don't you know what I mean? That's, no, very, I don't even, that's that very, that love is very real. We were at a, yeah. a, an event in Atlanta for the last debate. Right. That love is super real. All right, well, okay. I, we'll see. Interesting. He just don't have that presidential look. But even outside and You that, know how yeah, when you don't yeah, really know, no. all you got to go by is how they look. Mm. And it's also like for you to be so close but feel so far away, not so, like, like I said, I don't think he, you know, people know who he is. But I don't know if he resonate like that, like with people. You you keep for, I keep forgetting. Oh shit! Right, Cory Booker's still in there. You know what I mean? Oh right, right, right. He wanted them, and it's like for all is he all he's been doing because he's been doing a lot politically. It don't seem like it's it amounted to a whole lot of uh, momentum. In so the world. so you know beyond our particular ignorance of you know what Cory has going on right. and his political stance, do you think he would be good for us? Yeah, 
Yeah. And that's not saying, and this is the thing, all these different um, Medicare for all, college and for all, it's like you got to have these big lofty goals so you have something to work toward. Right. But I, I think maybe because I, I'm a creature of the Congress and I've been there for a over. A creature the, of Congress. COC. As in, yeah, like I came in wide-eyed thinking all the same things. Hey, we need to get this. We need to get this done. We need to get this done. But then working there, and then I worked under some of the more senior members. Right. And I got to understand, like, oh, this is what's really going to happen. So I look at people, when they're saying all these things, it's like, man, that's not going to happen. A version of this. I was there during the healthcare fight. That's my question for you. (laughs) How soon, because you said when you got in the game, you were wide-eyed, you were excited. How soon the reality of the the political landscape and being in the mix, how soon does your optimism get deflated? Because I feel like it's so many people that are like, like it's a lot of people out there selling dreams and then the people that seem to be within the mix are like, man, I don't believe that shit. You know that ain't gonna happen. Uh, how soon, how many, like? Within the year? ASAP, immediately. Because I got, I, I, I got into. I went. I was in comms and marketing beforehand. I dropped my job, right? My first job, because um, I was actually th- throwing parties for Obama early into 2007, early 2008, right? Um, right before, right before the um, primary season kicked off, I was in Philly, right. grad school, throwing parties. I did a couple of fundraisers, right? Those fundraisers got me on their radar, and they were like, "Hey, volunteer, volunteer." I knew some people in the campaign. I was like, "I'm dropping my job. I want to." I went to Michigan, and was like, "I'll be a press, a, a low level press person, just because I believe so much." In Michigan. In Michigan, that's where Obama. they needed. That's where they needed okay. needed me. It was cold. Yeah, it was very cold. Kent County wasn't even in a good city. I was in like Grand Rapids. Mm. Um, next to the Black gun War. rule. Yeah. That's what they call that. Yeah, it, it <laughs> was. Not the Willie the Kid and uh. Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, Floyd. Yeah. yeah. So we were out there. So I feel like from that time, from the election of 2008, and then I shifted my energy. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm going to go back to D.C. Right. I'm going to get on Capitol Hill. Like, that was, I just had a singular, I didn't want to work in a White House. I had a singular focus. I was like, I'm going to do something press communications and for, for a member of Congress. It took me about six months to break in, mm-hmm. six months of, Campaign Everything, campaigning, a yeah. hundred coffees and emails and right. dropping all this stuff to get a fellowship. Right. So you got middle 2009, I gave up on like, oh, this is not real. This is not going to happen by February 2010. So about seven months of being on Capitol Hill and Dang. working. And and I think I was lucky enough because I was on comms and we had a couple crisis moments with the member and committee I was with immediately. Mm-hmm. And once I got to see how we handled that, what was talked about, being in meetings, watching members talk, stuff you can't say out publicly, but you're here and you're like, oh, this is quid pro quo, for, for right. lack of a better right. term. Right. And this is not, and then I watched how we, the idea of healthcare is so basic and universal. Mm-hmm. And for how that got demonized and twisted and watered down and mm-hmm. like on a legislative like you got friends who are literally writing pieces of this legislation that's going into it mm-hmm. and recognizing like what they're going through that one that first year and a year and a half it made me like when i say a creature of congress it made me realize like oh there's a reality to this that doesn't yeah. mean things won't get done right but they're super slow and deliberate wow now why do you think the healthcare thing got demonized is just because there's so much money and um pharmaceuticals and shit like that or all that lobbyists middleman and money what does insurance do? 
They a middleman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they are uh, a middleman that employs millions of people and mm-hmm. makes tens and tens of billions of dollars and gives another gives millions away, spends millions in advertising. Right. Um the system is for a lack of better term, I guess can say works to some extent. Right. Uh and we had a black president and and they mm. said that. They had we had a black democratic president. Oh, we're gonna use all of our tricks to demonize any and everything he's attached to mm-hmm. to make him as toxic as possible. Mitch McConnell said, Hey, our goal is to make him a first term president. He said that on camera multiple times when Obama got Yeah, elected. I remember that. So healthcare, you coming in, you going against people who just want you out no matter what you're touting. Mm-hmm. You black, so there's you know there's some under undercurrent there like that. Mm-hmm. We gotta get him out of here. Right. And then you going after one of the most important financially viable industries and trying to completely upset the apple cart make a lot of companies and people lighter in the pocket um for something that has an altruistic goal but it's like oh no and politics is still a game so it's like how do i get they lost a bunch of seats when obama got elected we needed a you need a bad guy Mm -hmm. in politics as politics 101 you need a bad guy something to blame and direct everyone's energy to to give them an alternative so hey, healthcare, uh, death panels, all these things, cool terms that people didn't really fully know healthcare. They just know the buzzwords they see, mm-hmm. demonize it. It's attached to this black president we don't like. Here, like let's put all our money into that. Socialist. Yeah. Man. Sorry, I wish I could be more. I wish it was more. No, I do. Look, man, I I, salute, I still believe. I and I salute that, like that optimism, because I don't even work there, and I'm I'm defeated a little bit. Like you know, not defeated, but I I just I look at that shit with a whole lot of skepticism. Just the way that Trump just be doing whatever the fuck he want to do. It, it is, you know, it, it is shit. It's kind of it's depressing. You know what I mean? And shit, <laughs> that's that's really it. So I mean, I really salute you because you getting up every day, summoning up. You know what I mean? Some energy and, and still trying to push that bitch up the hill and keep it going. So that you know, for real, for real, I you know, I salute you because, man, I'd have, I'd have probably, I'd have, I don't know what the fuck I'd have done. I'd have probably tried to find a loophole. I might have fucked around and got locked you, up. You would have been, you would have been um. <clears throat> Politic promoter. No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of popping bottles, yeah. throwing bodies, and shit. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of legal money in the game, though. So it's not I'm like sure. that's why I think I think the people who are who get locked up and doing it, they just trying to find. They either greedy, mm-hmm. or they just trying to find shortcuts. As with anything, they trying to find shortcuts and ways around it. So when you get all these people getting locked up, but if you, depending on what you decide to do in right. the, the game of politics, some some things are not meant to make money. Like if you're a public servant, you're not supposed to be making money. Right. So you're a public servant. Servant. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> is it is it just the is it the benefit? Because again, I'm trying no, to figure I, out no, like it's like I mean in those kind of situations, I'm, I'm not even sure what your next question about to be. I was about to say, is it the the benefits? You know, I know there's a lot of healthcare benefits. There's a lot of you know, I'm sure there's some perks and yeah. having some uh, influence in these markets. Because I'm thinking if, back to the fact of when the optimism, I don't want to say dies, but when the optimism kind of drops off, what is it that keeps people around? You know what I mean? Like, what is it that keeps people around it? I feel it like, because I feel like it's, it, it's, it's ran off of hope and optimism. And if it depletes, 
as quickly as it can, maybe seven months or something, you know. I think that's the optimism depleted, but the reality of what we're doing, we're still the most, D.C., maybe New York, mm-hmm. but D.C. is probably the most powerful, impactful city and place. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with the the decisions we all wake up every day. Mm-hmm. When if you realize this, the decisions you wake up every day, whether you're a staffer, a member of Congress, somewhere in that realm, mm-hmm. you are affecting laws, trillions of dollars, mm-hmm. global influence, things that are going to set trends and set set the stage for quote unquote all of history. Mm. Like you you are you're a small cog in that and yeah, this one day in, mm-hmm. in the grander scheme of things is just a small piece of it. Right. But it, if that's if you understand the magnitude of what it is and I come my dad's a pastor, my mom's uh activist and is working okay, so it. not activist but like social work and and Helping people. helping people and education. Right. I come from just altruistically, you're supposed to be helping people. Right. Like, and right. figure it out. You're just supposed to figure out a way, like, rich people can help people, poor people can help people. Like, right. I come from that mindset and, and grew up in that way. And so when I got here, I was like, oh, this is the biggest platform to help people. Now it might be incremental and they may not feel it uh-huh. or know they're feeling it or it, they don't see it. Yeah. But... I guarantee you us fighting for something that's never going to make the news but these certain snap benefits. Mm-hmm. Us fighting for making sure uh making sure certain representation is there so oh let's cut these this 100 million this 20 40 million here mm-hmm. can have vast impact in in the few the few different state budgets that it goes to that is eventually going to trickle down to certain uh, a nonprofit local community that's going to get a $50,000 grant or $25,000 grant that's going to save that group right. and all the mm-hmm. people so understanding it is a quote unquote trickle down effect. Okay. And then but it's, the, wins it's a there. game. It's a game just like every other game. You know what I'm saying? You got your perks, you got your, right. you know what I'm saying, your drawbacks. But if you signed up for the game, that disillusionment for the seven months ain't gonna really phase you. You're gonna go in for what you went for. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Some people want power, some people want the fame and power, some people, you know, just wanna help. Mm-hmm. Some people want uh D C groupies. Uh, it's like any other game. If you ever been to the CBC, you know it exists. It did, exactly. It exists. I didn't know that. I, I was. Uh-huh. I was you, been, you been down? I used, uh, they used to be my client. So we used to shoot. Oh, oh you used to shoot stuff for CBC? Yeah, like for yeah. five years. And yeah. They were like, oh shit, this is a party. Years, yeah. Recently? In nah, the last this few was years? what, 2011, right around about. You knew Shreda? No, I mean, I had one plug. And when, yeah. he, and when the. Um, it wasn't five. It was probably like three years. And when the the congressman died, he was out of play, and I was out of play. Oh, it was politics. You. You yeah, know what I got you. But I never, I never really banked on it. <clears throat> it was just something interesting. Right. They say it's like ugly people's Hollywood. I've heard that. that. I've heard that. Before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so if you go to Hollywood, there's people that take all kind of losses. To be in Hollywood, right? In the entertainment industry, these people work all kind of ungodly hours and yeah. and get their whole life just to be in the mix Got of it. the whole shit. Gotcha. So mm-hmm. it's the same shit, just different game and with different ramifications to the American people. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's people signing up every day. It's somebody mm-hmm. like, yeah, well, I can't wait to yeah. get that fellowship. Every day. I mean, there's re- we had to force people just this year. They passed laws to like having to start to pay interns. 
But mm. it was – I wasn't – because I got to the game late, so I was already in my late 20s, mm-hmm. and I'd already made – had jobs before and mm-hmm. throwing parties. I'm used to – I was used to making well, – not a ton of money. Making but I, it happen, though. I had, no, I'm saying just making money. I used to get right. a paycheck. I wasn't willing to go from paycheck to, like – I'll just take a free internship to try to work your way in. Right. But that is what you tell almost everybody who's like, hey, how do I get into Congress? Well, you're going to make sure you save up some money and get you a side job because you're going to have to work for free for three months to a year. Wow. <laughs> just mm-hmm. to get in the game. But you you got members of Congress who started that way. People who are uh-huh. like who yeah. came from nothing. They, they didn't come from money. They were, they came there as a fellowship out of college and mm-hmm. X, Y, boom, 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 worked their way up. They elected members of uh, office right now. You got some of the most powerful lobbyists. You got business owners. You got so many people like to to to, uh, to, to, to your point, mm-hmm. people sign up for the game. And it is a, I mean, it's, I would dare to say it's the most influential, powerful, richest game there is. It's bigger mm-hmm. than maybe the only other game that might have more money is if you're getting into Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. But do you think they, about it? They help control that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. Right. They turn on a the game. Here. They control that yeah, too. Exactly. <laughs> they control the whole shit. They, <laughs> the they, they the got the whole board. It's trillions oh. of dollars coming out the government every year uh-huh. when taxes are due. Like trillions. Not right. that's that got to get spent. Uh huh. Every year. So that's, that's like college budgets. You know how they say yeah. they got to spend, spend this money. Yeah. Shit. So I mean, if you if you under most people. Well, you young, you don't yeah. fully conceptualize what the game is. You just get there and see, like, oh, these famous people, these members mm-hmm. of Congress, girls like me. Mm-hmm. I'm in a cool place, and right. I get to go to receptions with free food and drinks. And, like, you see CBC. CBC is a movie. Yeah. If you black down there, and you in Chocolate City as a black man, and that shit is a whole <laughs> be play. That type of propaganda. Like, it's, a, it's a whole play. Like, you go to D.C., and it's kind of like, you know what I'm saying, what's your security clearance? Like, uh-huh. What the fuck? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never even heard of no that's goddamn That's like security. a laminate like, check. Like, you no. got to have that if yeah. you're going to be playing in D.C. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's floating around your regular community. Right. What's your security clearance? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You like, got that's it. a hierarchy. Yeah. No. yeah. That, that's one of the reasons why people love Marion Barry so uh-huh. much is because and how he got reelected is that he broke down the doors when when he was first mayor uh-huh. of like yo you got a black city and all these black potential workers and they can't get even just basic government jobs and so he instituted a lot of systems to force like to like basically force to hire people in the DC area mm-hmm. um internships for students and so forth to give them summer jobs to get ready and so now you got people who are like a good friend of mine he didn't graduate from college mm mm-hmm. But he, to your point, he got two second-level security clearance. He IT. I was, when I got there, he had just started. He just quit his job. and was like, all right, start his own little IT business, one-man business. I got one member of Congress I'm working for. Now he got a $7 million a year business. This is, what, 10 years later, mm. 10 employees, the highest level of security clearance, mm. and looking to expand just off of – and he didn't go to co- – black dude didn't go to college. That man, when he go to the club – He'd be like, yeah, I got the uh, top-level security clearance. Right. Oh, shit. <laughs> he bring this nigga some bottles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's inspiring <laughs> out there. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's like a bankroll. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. You get in anywhere. You I mean, all that's access. That's like a Cuban link. That shit A crazy. big, fat one. You're getting 100, 100 to $200,000 if you got top-level security. Like, you shouldn't be without What does job. that even mean, top-level security? What is it? You go, go into the secret, White House anytime? Yeah, nah. <laughs> secret, top-secret. 
different levels and variations in there. It it just is what level of information you're allowed to, to have even. access, like okay. to even view. Be privy to. Like when they privy. say that's above my pay grade, right. that's all in that. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Damn, all right. Uh, last question. Got it. Would you ever run for office? Yes. Yeah, is that yeah. A, that's that's a plan then? It's not a plan, but it's. I mean, you said it. You he said in the it game. Like, yeah, no, because shit, this is difference. This and I'm 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 not even trying to be secret about it. It's a plan. I've said the idea is to get hip politics, one way or the other, whether I'm running it or I'm just a part of it. But mm -hmm. the idea is to get this as a as a as another platform, another player, the same way. The black community, the Jewish community, Latino community, mm -hmm. women, LGBTQ, uh, you start talking about farmers. Mm -hmm. Like, farmers have a huge lobby. Mm. Like, they got, their interests are well represented. Right. They got lobbyists, they got organizations, they got people, they got members of Congress. Hip hop is just as big. Right. We, we control just as many. We control just as many, if not more, people. We control their hearts, minds, and culture. Mm. We got the money, we got the play, and we care about real issues. Mm -hmm. We almost need to be our own political entity. I don't not call it party, but uh -huh. political entity. And we got aspects and pieces of that. Right. That's a, I want to get that to happen. Then I can go serve. And man. I'm pretty sure if I help get that happen, I might make some money in the process. Uh -huh. So I'll be okay on not being right. poor. Right. And I'll do good work by just trying to do this. Like we were going to push things that are naturally happen. Right. But then maybe in my later has half of my career in my forties, fifties, I would. City council, something just so, so I can do some level of service. Dope. That's a big fight. That's not, it's a silent fight. It's not big yet, but it's a fight going on in Georgia to where last year the entertainment industry for the first time surpassed agriculture as the biggest earner in the state. Wow. Which farmers don't like that shit. Like that state <laughs> is built on agriculture, on yeah, slaves. Yeah. Those, you know what I mean? All right. Yeah. Like that's like, what the fuck? Yeah, you know? So, that's a that's a thing, you know what I'm saying? Of the balance of power, does it sway? Even is the entertainment community even organized enough to sway it? To leverage, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, but numbers, well, I don't even think they, you know, that's a published number, but it's not being talked about a lot. I heard about it, mm -hmm. and I hear other conversations about it. On the flip side of like, like how the fuck? That's why a lot of that shit with the abortion. Um, Bill and all that. That's why they pushing it that way, so it could run some of that business out of town. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's big. Yeah. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> you had to, you know, <laughs> I didn't know that was going on until like late last year, and somebody pointed it out in this the the survey that just came out or whatever the report that had just came out. I was like, yo, this is the first year that has ever happened, and then you start seeing all those other things start to happen. There's going to be heavy resistance whenever a new political power player, anybody starts flexing your people muscle, your money muscle. Right. Um, there's going to be resistance. They're going to try to disorganize and try to find a, a bunch of ways. I mean, history is riddled with that. Um, but we, I, the reason why I answered so quickly is that it's something that I did, to your point, like I knew I got in the game. I said, hey, if what I'm called to do is service at some point, mm -hmm. I will do that. I'm still a capitalist. I still like making money in a <laughs> right, hustle. Right. So, and I don't want to be. I was. I almost ran for something years ago when I was young and way more idealistic. And I got counseled like, "Hey, you gonna end up broke unless you stay in it." Mm. But 
Because you start talking about city council, you're making 30000 in some cities, mm. 50, 40, 50, 60000 And it was like, man, I'm making that now, throwing parties. Yeah. Like, <laughs> definitely ain't popping no bottles. <laughs> yeah. And, and I was younger and more immature. But now at the point in place I'm at, it's like, dude, I just want to, I want to find a way to do this, my mm-hmm. part in this, to, so I can leave something to, the, like, contri- really contribute to, quote, unquote, yeah. the game, do something that's going to help people. A lot it create platforms and, and opportunity, and I and my equation is if you do good work and if I do good work on any level of that, mm-hmm. running for office will be easy. Yeah. Part of like all right now I can fall back in. I can do that. I mean, but I'm still not married. I don't have children yet, so all that that factors in. Right, right, right. And, and all and and I'm in D.C. I've been living there almost longer now than I, Cleveland and Chicago, where I came from. Okay. Um, but so where would I run? What issues? It's like I, I'm more federal than I am local mm-hmm. politics uh, involved and focused, more of a national look. Mm-hmm. So I haven't mapped it out, but the energy and I prayed on that. Yeah, I'm. It'll saying. happen at some point. I'm, no, I'm gonna no. hit you up for some campaign donations. Right, we'll in the see next what it is. Years, well, years. let the people know where they can find you at if they want to donate today. Where can they find you at? <laughs> uh, you can find me on. Uh, you can find me directly on all social media platforms at Mr. Cameron Calvin C M R C A M E R O N C A L V I N. You can follow the Hip Politics uh, movement, the po- the podcast. We're on Instagram at Hip Politics Podcast. Mm-hmm. One stop shop. Uh, we just launched a website, hippolitics.org. Um, we got some, like I said, we got some cool partnerships. Uh, some merch is going up for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, debate watch parties, some trainings, a, a few different things that we're um, working with a few coalitions next year uh, to do this. Mind you, I got a real, I got a nine to five, so it's, and I got a few people that are on our team, but we all, it's not our full time, but it is our full time passion. So, uh, we're working, uh, and then Hip Politics News on is also there. We're doing little news news updates uh, on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook as well. So Hip Politics Podcast, Hip Politics News, or Mr. Cameron Calvin, you catch. Type in Hip Politics. We start. I, I don't, I'm optimizing the search engine, so try to, <laughs> you yeah. type it in. You're gonna find some. You'll, you'll connect to the to to our system some way. The DC oh, no. Sherpa. Yeah. If you guys Google ever in DC, too. you just hit me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely, definitely. I should. I testified. I did it before. You know what I mean? This cat is connected. Uh, Muhammad, tell the people where you're gonna yeah, be, man. Be right here, man, in the city. You can catch me at Mr. Muhammad on Instagram and Twitter. Okay, y'all know what it is. I'm gonna be local. There you go. There you go. Uh, shit. I'm gonna be at the stand tonight. Uh, on the uh, I think it's the eight o'clock show. I'm at the stand tonight. Should be a good one. I'm also at New York Comedy Club this uh, this Thursday. I think that's the 8 o'clock show as well. The New York Comedy Club East Village one. That's on uh, Thursday. Then I'll be at the New York Comedy Club Gramercy location. I think that's the 10 o'clock show. Check the check the website. I'll put the information out. Also be at Eastville on Saturday. Stand Up New York on Saturday. So I'm out here. And uh, as always, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. We out. Yeah. And the main thing of it all is to be in the conversation. Conversation.